Hello and welcome back to the CritCast podcast. I'm your host, the new DM. We're back in another episode of Icewind Dale Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Last week we had um, quite the <laughs> episode, a uh, supersized episode, where we went through and explored a couple of different situations for our characters. Um, we had. Torvril and Oro in Bryn Shander as they tried to resolve a standing trial of Danith, the town, one of the town's speakers who confessed to a murder, uh, who Torvril uh, used Zone of Truth and was able to start getting to the bottom of this false confession as he knew who the real murderer was he wasn't about to let someone innocent die which led to a giant uh riot uh, amongst the people of uh brinshander they wanted some blood uh but mostly some answers i think was at the root of it they had a moment that they were stirred up even more because of a tiefling named cad roth who uh, really tried to bait them into taking the life for themselves. Um, and Idana went to a old friend, uh, Ravison, and was able to meet... Um, let me turn this music down here. There we go. They were able to meet uh, Oriel. As a real promised Idana uh, knowledge and safety for those that she loved, as long as she was willing to preserve things in time. Something that Oriel is very concerned about the preservation of all things beautiful for this deity. Idana, after accepting. Uh, kind of went on a bit of a walk around, uh, I don't want to say walkabout, but I think that's <laughs> that's probably really what it is. Uh, went on a bit of a walkabout and uh, needed to do some thinking as Oro and Torvril really went into the politics of what's going on in these uh, ten towns. As we have the children of Oriel who are dedicated to the human lottery or humanoid lottery uh, that is going on to uh, do a bit of um, to, to preserve that which they have already. And you have learned now that there are a second group, the children of Levistus, a uh, uh, who's I guess we've established that they're out of care Dinaval and they're starting to get a lot of traction for people as they promise uh, more tangible things such as uh, you know less sacrifice to uh, a deity and more freedom. I guess is probably the uh, the appropriate way to put that. Um, but they definitely hate Torvril, and they don't want Torvril anywhere near Kerr Dinaval. Kind of warned them after they tried to kill him. Uh, you took Cadroth to the House of the Morning Lord to be a new devotee, and um, you afterwards went back to the North Look Inn, Torvril and Oro to 
get some rest after a crazy battle. Um, and that is where we left off with Idana kind of wandering about in the wilderness. I think if I remember correctly, actually, um, you saw that your friends were looking for you and you made the decision to start heading towards them, right? Yeah, that's correct. I was in Lonelywood, I think we had established, and I was just kind of looking out across the lake and a vision overtook me and I saw them looking for me. Perfect. All right. So, yes. Um, so, yes, you are going out and about trying to find uh, your friends as you're making your way through the long journey back to... Bryn Shander from Lonelywood, uh, something you've done many times before. Um, we do have a new player coming and joining us tonight. Um, so I will allow them to introduce themselves and and then we'll kind of introduce. Uh, I'll start with uh, with you, Vel, um, to uh, introduce yourself, what you look like, your race and. Um, and kind of what we're listening to uh, as you're going about so we can have a nice theater of mind. And then we'll go Torvrol, then Idana. Okay. Uh, and what time of day is it? Right, It's the morning, correct? Correct. Uh, bright and early in the morning. Well, I wouldn't say bright. Yeah, not exactly bright, huh? <laughs> right. Um, hi, I'm Quinn. Nice to meet you. It's nice to be here. Um... And I will be playing Vel, a tiefling wizard. She is, um, she's not very tall. She's like 5'2", um, with not counting the horns. Um, very purple. Um, more, more like a lavenderish purple. But, um, she's dressed, she, she's dressed quite fancy. She holds her, herself up very prim and pop, proper. But right now, she is currently um, probably just pouring over some notes that she's been collecting over the past week uh, while she has been here in, um, sorry, what's the name of this town again? <laughs> Bryn Shander. Bryn Shander, I thought so. Okay, just had to be sure. Bryn Shander. Well, she has been here in Bryn Shander. Um, but yeah, no. Um, you would see a tiefling woman hard at work over some notes with a bowl of porridge quickly growing cold next to her. Wonderful. Um, and Torval, if you don't mind going next. Hi, I'm Torval Craghand. I'm a dwarf. Uh, the shortest one of the group, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. So you do have a couple inches on me there, Vel. I'm uh, 158 pounds, 230 years old, red hair, brown eyes, and uh, if you've been listening, you know that I'm kind of uh, putting my foot in my mouth is, is the name of the game. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Torvrol. And Idana. Um, hello, I am Idana Tiradon. I am a rogue Dampier. Um, I am now paler than I was before, not really a pale blue, but now more of a pale gray. My eyes are now blue. Um, I am about 25, and I am just kind of stuck here doing whatever Aurel wants me to do now, I suppose. 
Let's see here. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to start us right into the North Look Inn and Tavern. Uh, Torvaral, you're waking up with Oro. Um, you know, Oro doesn't look too good. You know from the night before that he had been up throwing up and uh, not very, uh, not feeling very good, uh, not really able to talk, kind of just out of it. Um what would you like to do, I guess? Would you like to head your way downstairs to get some breakfast, get situated? I'll head on down, uh, give Oro a pat on the back, hold back his horns so they don't get throw up on him, and uh, <laughs> hold on down for some breakfast. Perfect. Floppy horns. Uh, Zoro, the first time you've ever seen this gigantic minotaur, uh, barely able to stand. This is the weakest you've ever seen him, despite his many uh, close calls at death uh, through these past few battles uh he's at a whole nother point of exhausted and in pain and discomfort you're able to make your way downstairs to the or i guess not really downstairs huh we set you down the hall to the largest room since you could have uh so you had something for oro's size uh so you make it down uh, past the hall to the opening of the room it's a decently busy day however there's a few open tables mostly you see scrimsex the um barkeep kind of doing his normal morning routine as he's running around getting coffee getting gales uh basic breakfast eggs porridge different things like that uh you kind of see duvessa standing um at the uh front the bar table uh kind of waiting as if she's looking for somebody as she kind of makes eye contact with you and um waves you over uh i will uh head on over um i will say that it is very sad that uh oro didn't let me use my spell purify food and drink or you know <laughs> Help him in any kind of way right, right. as a cleric. What to do? He's he's too he's proud. Just in, he was just insisting on powering through it. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's too proud. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so as you come over to Duvessa, um, she has kind of that basic Duvessa town speaker stern look on her face. Um, and Vel, as you're kind of going through, you can see that uh, a familiar face uh, of Duvessa, someone you've most likely talked to in Bryn Shander, somebody who is very uh, informed uh, of every, the going-ons. Uh, you see her talking to somebody, uh, a dwarf, uh, who also kind of seems familiar in some of the describings of odd things happening around here. Um, she looks, uh, Duvessa looks to you, Torvrol, and says, um, Well, it seems that we've had some more disappearances. Uh, none from Brinshander, but seeing how you're the expert on all things curse, uh, we're hoping you'll go take a look at it. To see, I... just to put people's minds at ease. Of course, of course. Um, that, that won't be a problem at all. Um, my my friend Oro, he's uh, he's not feeling terribly well, but I'll uh, I'll drag him along with me, and we'll, we'll get to. We'll get we'll get him set up somewhere so he's he's feeling all right. Uh, 
But yeah, we can take care of it for sure. Wonderful. Wonderful. I appreciate it. You need to go to East Haven, Lack Denishire. We've had over four fishermen disappear. Uh, we haven't found any bodies, which is my first clue that it's not the curse, seeing how those uh, who are the cursed individual likes to show off the kill. No, you're absolutely right. If it was a curse, uh, and a little bit more, um, oh, what's the word? Pizzazz. Yes. I think that is fair. And no reports of, uh, as you said, blue eyes and uh, not themselves acting. Uh, however, four large fishermen going missing does not seem like just a simple disappearance. If, is there any witnesses that we ought to ask for when we get in town? Anybody who might know something? Uh, yes. Let me pull that up really quick. Well, <laughs> yes, um, so when you go, uh, she looks at you and she says, um, well, to be quite honest with you, since we lost uh, Danith and he's under protection, there really isn't a connection of sorts. Just know you're going to be walking into the enemy's nest. You're only three hours away from Kaer Dineval, and we're worried that there might be a, te uh, a link between Kaer Dineval's worshippers and, uh, and maybe these disappearances, but again, we don't know. I tell you something, Duvessa. What's that? And like there's gonna be like this hard edge to Torval's eyes that usually isn't there when he says this. He's like, I, I hope there is a connection. I really, really would enjoy that. She looks at you a bit worried and kind of nods, and she says, "Well, I'm sure you'll be able to handle it." As long as I've got a seven-foot bull on my side, I can handle about anything. <laughs> you hear, you hear Oro's stomach start to turn as he almost uh, loses uh, loses his stomach yet again, but uh, he holds it down. <laughs> and I sure do wish I had a charm that had some kind of restoration spells in it. Right. Maybe I could help him out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, darn, <laughs> Oro. Sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Am I able to overhear this conversation, Yem? Or yes, actually, uh, yeah, okay. absolutely. There, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're talking too quiet. It's a, it's a normal, busy uh, rest, uh, restaurant area. So you can, with a good perception uh, check of over thirteen, you could definitely hear what's going on. Okay, um, let me roll that real fast and hope that D and D Beyond does not eat me. <laughs> um, I'm I'm excited to see how you're gonna roll because this this is it. If you roll low, you roll low the whole campaign. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is how it all pans out. Oh, a fourteen, just about Huzzah! Yeah. Huzzah! <laughs> uh, so you guys, oh sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So you guys hear just from behind you, probably uh, just the clattering of a bowl and um. Uh, and a teacup as 
um, you see a tiefling scurrying, a small tiefling scurrying up on her chair and running over and just, she seems very, at least she was eavesdropping a bit. Um, she says, oh, excuse me, so I, I heard that you guys were, um, I heard that you were investigating the murders and the curse, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. And who might you be? Okay, sorry. I'm um, here. Uh, she uh, reaches into her bag and pulls out a card. Um, I'm Velikor. Uh, I'm from um, Neverwinter. I am a um, a investigator of sorts. Um, um, one who happens to specialize in curses. Um, and I was just... Uh, yeah, no... I was just fortunate that I happened over here that you guys were, you know, talking about one of the very things that I was here investigating is all. And I was coming to see what you guys knew, I guess. Hi, nice to meet you. She seems very flustered. <laughs> Duvessa smiles and uh, he, uh, or uh, excuse me, she uh, smiles and reaches out her hand. She says, Duvessa, town speak of Brinshander. I'm sure you've heard of me. Oh, yes, I've heard that you're a wealth of information um, when asking around. I'm a Velicourt. Like, it just, I'm so gone and repeated myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yes, hi. Hello. And this Greetings. is Torvrils. Uh, he would be more of the expert on such things as curses. Well, I mean, I, but. Well. How do I put this? It's a delicate situation. Um, I, oh boy. Where's Oro when I need him to explain things? <laughs> <laughs> Oro! Of just a wave of barfing sounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oro, you look up and, oh, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, I just, I'm hesitant to tell you some things. I can't tell you what I've told the whole town, um, but I'm hesitant to tell you everything just because uh, some information can be dangerous in the wrong hands, and to be perfectly honest, I don't know about your hands. Oh no, that's fair. But what if I batted my eyelashes and asked pretty please? And she bats <laughs> her eyelashes. Oh, alas, I'm 230 years old. I don't know how well you think that's going to work. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I figured I might as well try. Um, do you mind if you're going to go investigate? Um, I, is it okay if I accompany you? Possibly? I, well, where we're going, it's it's awfully dangerous. Uh, I'm awfully oh. dangerous. I'm a, I'm a very capable wizard. And she kind of adjust her glasses oh shit i suppose with oro outside i can't i would well i'm going by my fucking self right now god damn it yeah all right <laughs> come on perfect oh, uh, as you guys I'm are sorting this right <laughs> as you're as you're sorting this out you see the doors open up to the north look in a few guards come in and they kind of wave duvess and she kind of it goes well, I suppose duty calls. Um, I do hope to hear from you soon, Torvril. And it was good meeting you, Vel. 
Uh, yes, correct. It was pleasant meeting you too, Mr. Vessa. And she uh, gives her a little nod. All right, perfect. is uh, going to walk out and you can hear her say, what is it this time? As she kind of seems very annoyed to be interrupted yet again in another morning uh, in the Icewind Dale. Uh, Torvril and Vel, uh, what would you guys like to do at this moment? Well, uh, Vel, we need to try and find... We have another friend and we need to try and find her. Uh, we looked all day yesterday, couldn't find her. We think she might be camping out around the city. So that's huh. kind of was going to be me and Oral's first order of business this morning was make a once round the town and and try and track her down. And if we can't, then we're just we were just going to head out. Oh, so, OK. Um, yeah, no, I don't mind helping you look. I have quite keen eyes. Uh, do, does she have a particular part of town that she likes to you know? Just vibing or? Or, or whatever it is the kids do these days. She was she was here with us yesterday, um, but we got into a whole mess of trouble. I'm sure you saw you saw it. It was, you know, with the speaker Danith and that whole farce. It was a bunch of crap. I'm firing up the whole town for nothing. But she uh. disappeared somewhere in there, and probably a good thing too, because well. <laughs> I kind of let slip the beans about the curse. Um, I don't know if you heard, but basically there's a curse going around that uh, it's not going around. I, I shouldn't <laughs> say that. It's not something you can catch. But there's a curse that is possessing people's bodies and making them kill people. That's, that's about everything uh, that I told the town there. So, um, so you guys were the source of that commotion then? Okay. Well, no, uh, we were the we were actually the ones trying to put the commotion down. Oh, okay. But we, I, I don't think we helped. She she, she nods in agreement. Um, so, okay. Um, should we? find your friend then um yeah i um so let me go and try and collect oro see if he's fit to move um if not we can just i guess leave him here um and i will go upstairs and try and talk oro into getting some fresh air with us uh yeah i can do that my best Oro impression. <laughs> so, Oro, you were telling me about your family. You want to go ahead and continue that conversation? <laughs> oh, Mom, Pa, Oro. <laughs> What's your favorite Mom, color? Pa. Right, right. Mom, Pa, Oro. Cannon. Cannon. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. I bet Mac really loves this. <laughs> I know. He's going to be listening and just cracking up as he's just like, yep, this is golden. Uh... <laughs> Um, yeah, he, uh, Oro agrees to get up and get some fresh air with you, thinking it'll do him some good. Well, you say Velicor it was? Oh, yes. This um, is, a uh, Oro, Oro oh, Velicor. I had you mentioned his name earlier. Hello, Mr. Oro. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you. She holds her hand out for him. What did you shake? 
he he goes to reach out uh weekly uh as they're <laughs> trying to hold right. themselves up and not uh give in to uh the uh you know spinning room uh what do you call that feeling uh the vertigo. wobble yeah vertigo feeling that is going on as oh, they're trying to gather themselves nice. are you sure you're you're okay to go you look like you're on death's door i had some bad meat why don't you go lay down? I'm sure I'm sure we won't need what can happen. We're just gonna go find your friend, right? You you should go lay down. Alright, I'll What do you say, Torvril? Do you want me to go with you guys outside or do you want me to lay down? I'll leave it up to you. Well, I guess that depends on if you think you can catch up or not. Uh got some pressing business. If you want to take a back seat maybe just ride one of the axe beaks and follow um where are you without, going uh east haven hmm. and uh, i believe we're going to do a once around the city for your friend correct oh yeah yeah but you do stick out like a sore thumb i'm kind of short she won't see me <laughs> um luckily your friend here is giant so hopefully she'll have to see him. It's hard to miss the horns. Wonderful. I'll do a once around the city with you and then come back and lay down and then meet you in East Haven. Alright then. Um, let's do that. And we'll lead the way out the door um, without waiting for anybody. Perfect. And start exploring the alleys and kind of the outskirts of town. Okay, so you can start going through the alleys. You're able to see the majority of the city. Um, it's back to its normal Bryn Shander self, kind of cold, desolate people uh, looking worse for wear. Um, but they are trying to hold on to hope as best as they can. And you can see it in their eyes, although they're glazed over a bit. You can tell that they're at least trying to be hopeful because really that's all they have here. Um, the cold is definitely... Uh, hitting hard today um it feels a little bit colder than normal it could be a decent breeze uh causing the wind chill to bring it down a little bit more which most likely means that there's going to be a blizzard on the horizon uh which means travel is uh going to be harder but it's hard to tell if this blizzard is going to be coming over towards you or like it normally uh not normally but like it can do head off to the uh west towards the sea of moving ice um idana hmm. you're making a decent time it's been Gosh, I'd say a total of six hours or so of travel. Um, decent time with clear weather. Uh, you haven't had any... <laughs> you didn't have any assassins try to stop you this time. Or uh, <laughs> or uh, any uh, animal encounters. Now that you seem to really much... Uh, very much know where the wildlife can be in this vicinity as it's very watchful over you something or real uh, treasures is the companions of the animals that they awaken um 
So you're making your way. You see the familiar uh, wall of Brinshander. You know you're close. And as you get closer to the city, is there anything that you want to do? Anything like that? Um, I mean, Idana doesn't know what all happened the day before in town, so she, um, where did she see her friends in this vision? Other than just Bryn Shander, like, was there something specific to it? I can't remember. There was not as much as it was just a familiar place uh streets and setting and house uh, uh uh building styles all looked very familiar uh reminiscent of Brinchander. okay um let's see i mean i'd probably do what idana would just do she'd just go into town and okay see perfect. if she can find her friends just so, making sure to keep a hood up and keep herself inconspicuous so idana coming from let's say you would be coming in from the north, north gate no? yeah, yeah. you would be coming from the north you will come up to what looks to be a large uh albeit frozen but uh clearly uh w- tried to maintain uh wood post you see someone uh hammering a piece of paper to it uh hammering it down with multiple nails uh they look like they are a um well i'd say they'd probably be some 30 year old male um they got basic cold weather clothing on, lots of furs, lots of stuff around them as they're hammering the sign. Uh, they kind of look back at you, but not really paying too much attention as they kind of uh, quickly f- hurry back into the north gate. Uh, I would say you're probably about 75 yards from that actual gate. As you approach that post, you see... Yeah. Beware. Glowing blue eyes. Beware. (laughs) Iced shaped weapons. Beware. Acting suspicious. Report immediately to town guard. Um, after having read that, Idana is definitely going to move her ice knife further into her, I guess, her coat, so it is not visible at all, and just kind of pull her hood down a little more, and kind of just start walking to one of the other gates to see if she might be able to come across her friends without going into town. Okay. Uh, so I'm just adjusting this here to give us a little more sound as we're kind of role-playing the situation. Uh, Torvrol and Vel, it uh, looks like you're heading out the east gate. Mm-hmm. Ford East Haven, that makes sense. Uh, we are or we are not on Axe Beaks right now because we had some Axe Beaks. You can collect the Axe Beaks. Uh, they're yours to do with what you would like. 
All right, then, Adana, you better hurry up. <laughs> yeah, she would be making her way towards the east gate, since so, that is the closest to the north gate. Perfect. And then how is it that you guys are going about looking for Idana at this moment? Or are you just heading straight out the east way? So, Abel um, is looking around and she says, um, So, what exactly does your friend look like again? I don't believe you told me, and I'm doing my best to look around and always see people. Just everyone looks really sad. This is depressing. Well, so she's got uh, bluish skin, and uh, or is that new Adana? No, the bluish skin is what you would know me as. Yeah. Uh, she's got bluish skin. Um, sometimes red eyes. Uh. Pointy ears, some pointy teeth. Oh, okay. So like a blue, very pointy elf? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I like that. She's a pointy oh, elf. okay. <laughs> Good to know. I'll look for a exceedingly pointy elf. That is Might be the best description I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's her. Yep. She's got claws look. and everything. I want to look for the pointiest elf in the world. <laughs> um, let me see here. No, I don't. I was just looking because I have like find uh, or locate object. Um, but that wouldn't be for a person. That would be for an object, though. So. Right. I mean... <laughs> you could like try to pinpoint something of hers down like the brooch that she wears or oh, that's um, a good one, yeah yeah i can probably i could i could uh go look for let me see so i had this up in case we went looking for the stone um well i guess the craft spaceship i figured it would be helpful to see describe right. the describe or name an object that's familiar to you okay so i could definitely describe that yeah, then um, if she is within a thousand feet of me, I will know where she's at. All right, perfect. And as you cast it, you know that she is close. Uh, if it pins you down, uh, I will say you know that she is, what, northwest of you? So um, if the opposite of you know the mo direction of its movement, spell can locate... A uh, specific object known to you, as long as you've seen it close within 30 feet at least once. I have. Alternately, spell uh, can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. Um, so, if it's within a thousand feet, I should know where she's at and the direction of her movement. Yeah, we'll just kind of speed this along and say she's within a thousand feet. I see the measurements going on, but yeah, I would say we'll just kind of get this moving. Uh, you can find her enough to know that you can find the direction she's coming from. There we go. That's good. Enough. Yeah, good. that's awesome. My roll twenty has been poltergeist again. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> There you go. Uh, well, we can role play this out as Idana. You're kind of coming to and you see a few figures. Uh, two of them, 
Well, one of them definitely stands out. A very large creature, because uh, Oro is with you. Let me bring Oro onto this map uh, to make this kind of more accurate, because he's at least going around the town with okay. you. Come on, Oro. Uh, you see that large minotaur body uh, and those horns. Uh, doesn't look like he's standing as tall as he once did. Um, you see the axe beak shape and a familiar sized dwarf however you see a new companion once, did they replace me <laughs> once i've like got her located i'm like oh she's over this way and start leading the group like her direction perfect and that is when you can spy a lone figure hugging to the wall of bryn shander uh, standing out as you get closer you can see that it is the familiar face of your companion I assume we get over there without, without you running away from us yeah I, I recognize you guys and I wouldn't run <laughs> Idana uh, and uh, is your hood up or it's down like what definitely I up. There's something up okay so so far as I'm aware uh I mean, I can tell it's you because I know what you look like and it's your brooch, but I have no idea that there's anything funky monkey going on with you. Yeah. Okay. Idana, we probably best be getting out to town. I can't really tell if your eyes are blue or red right now, but I might have spilled the beans about the curse and probably not a good idea to be in there right now. Yeah, no, um, there's a lovely sign. Uh, up by the north gate that they just put up. Uh, yes, my eyes are blue, and yes, that is probably not a good thing. Um, had an interesting day yesterday, sorry I had to dip. Um, I, I took care of some things to make sure that everyone is safe. From atop the axe beak, Vela's trying to lean down on the on the side to try and get a see, try and get a look to see if her eyes are blue or red, because he said they are sometimes blue and sometimes red, and I'm curious. Can I make a perception check? Uh, yes, a perception check would be good. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Oh. That's fortunate. You can see a nice blue glow from underneath my hood. Oh, yep. No, they are blue, and you are very pointy. Hello. Hi. Greetings. I am Vel. Vel Core. Vel for Hi. short. Um, I am going to be joining you guys on your investigation. Is that what this is? Today. Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, Hello. Hi. I don't know if you see Oro over there, but he's a little green around the gills, and we could use the extra hand. Oh, he grew gills now. Is that that's fun? <laughs> Oro goes to laugh, oh, but <laughs> yeah, Oro goes to laugh. But as he goes to laugh, he starts uh, dry heaving, and then he just turns around and loses oh, whatever's he is left, and he just looks at you guys and oh, shakes no. his head, and he's just like, "I'm I'm going back." Oh, that's. Probably for the best. Um, nice seeing you, Oro. I hope you feel better soon. I'll be right as rain. don't give you trouble. <laughs> it was nice meeting you, helping me under better conditions next time. 
he kind of just waves and he uh, telepathically calls out to you, a Torval. Uh, I'll see you in uh, East Haven. I just realized my Oro sounds exactly like, uh, what do you call that donkey from Winnie the Pooh? Um, <laughs> oh, Eeyore. 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 Yeah, that's my. <laughs> I'll see you at East Haven. <laughs> so he goes back into town to lay down and meet you guys when he meets uh back up with us um all right so you are now all together um anything you guys want to role play or say before you start heading back on the way to uh east haven on the east way I think we ought to do a little bit of walking and talking, um, like so. away from town while we're having this conversation. Mm -hmm. so, are you normally so skulky and shady? Is that is that your whole bag? Um, not usually, no. Um... Oh, okay. I, I had an interesting day yesterday. Um, I'm not sure if you can tell Torvril, but... Uh, I'm a little different. Not sure what it all entails. Um, but uh, tell me what what happened yesterday. Why why is everyone out to kill me now? Well, it's not you specifically, but well, nobody else has this bloody dagger. The uh, Danith. You remember Danith? Yeah. The, the guy yeah. you helped back in, oh, where was it? Up in that little ice fishing village. I mean, everything's ice now, but I, Lonelywood, this, yeah. This guy's an idiot. Uh, he is trying to protect the entirety of Ten Towns by giving up his life. But really, it's yeah, just something one, one master for another. It's not really protecting anybody, it's just delaying the inevitable. Instead, we need to root out the evil in the first place, but the problem is, in Caradineval, they're worshipping a demon from the sixth hell, and uh, the cultists, they threatened Danith and said, if you don't confess to these uh, crimes, you know, we're gonna unleash hell upon the, the tin towns, and it's like, well, you fuckers are planning on doing that anyway, so it doesn't really matter, like... Just don't die for some stupid-ass cause, and we'll, you know, go and take care of it, because we are very capable people and can, you know, take care of ourselves and don't really need too much protecting. But, uh. anyways, whole fucking mess. <laughs> and, uh, as it's going on, and he's about to get executed, finally convince him not to go through with it, he confesses that, yes, he did not do any of the murders, and then we got to the Zola Truth, and they were asking, you know, well, how do you know he didn't do the murders? You're saying that he for sure didn't do them, but how do you know he didn't do them? And I said, well, we know he didn't do them because he's not cursed, and you have to have the curse to be doing these murders. And long story short, kind of came out a little bit of information about the curse, not necessarily who was cursed, but information about the curse with the blue eyes and the dagger and whatnot. And mm -hmm. uh, so they're, they're looking for blue eyes and daggers to, like, solve this thing. Now, okay. one little hiccup later with Duvesa, who I trust and you trust and is a good person yes might have told her that you might have a little bit of this curse going on and and we're oh, gonna God. work it out overall hey had to tell her something <laughs> okay well um 
funny thing about that, my walkabout, I guess you could call it, yesterday, while you were busy in the town, was getting a little feisty. I had a bit of a compulsion with that lovely curse that I had to go and try and contact the being that more or less was possessing the dagger. Um, it was an elven woman by the name of Ravison. Um, I went and met her at this odd shrine. It was a very large area, very open area. Um, there was much like a sundial, but it was with the moon. It was as a moon dial. And there were some, I don't know what to call it, like a, a cavern or a crypt off to the side that had a hole through it. And I went through being my curious self and the compulsion, of course. And as I went through, that compulsion was gone and I was, I was clear headed. I'm, I'm aware of what I was doing at that point. I wasn't being driven there. But my curiosity, of course, led me around this room, and there were some statues in there. There were three of them. And one of those was Nimsy. In the exact state that she was in when I had killed her. She was completely stoned. She was frozen. And I saw the spirit that was driving me to do these things, only they weren't a spirit anymore, which was really odd. And there was an ice mirror, and, um... Well, you see, I might have done what your stupid speaker friend might have done. Um... I I tried to protect not only you, but the people of Ten Towns, and I may or may not have spoken to Aurel themselves. Um... Okay, so... Yeah. What does that mean? I, um... Basically more or less one of Auril's tools, though I can do what I want to an extent. And also the cold isn't bothering me anymore, and I guess my eyes are blue, blue now, like they're, they're not going to go back to red, I don't think. But, I don't know, I, I made all real promise that you all would be safe and that Ten Towns would be safe because they they showed me this place being destroyed with fire and, I mean, kind of from the sound of it, it almost sounds like the, the cultists that Daneth was dealing with might have caused that and Aurel's trying to make that not happen and that's just me throwing 
throwing something into the dark. I'm I'm not sure, but I don't know. Maybe Auril is trying to stop whatever those cultists are doing. Oh, well, I'm for sure all for stopping the cultists. I guess. Oh. Let's, uh... Let's... Oh, fuck. Let's just get on with this East Haven shit and worry about this another time. Wow, it appears I stepped in quite the wad of gum. <laughs> um... Totally forgot. <laughs> I was standing right here. So <laughs> yeah, that's a lot, you, Bill. How, how are you doing with all this information? You committed a murder last night. Certainly last a... night. Um, probably, what would you say, about a week ago, Torbrol? A couple nights ago? Yeah, yeah, it was. I don't think it was quite a week ago, because it only took us a couple of days of travel, so yeah, three days or so ago. Yeah, um, yeah, it wasn't necessarily me. I was kind of possessed and pushed to do it. Knife. Yeah, and I'll just kind of flash the knife. What's it look like? Um, it's basically like a dagger, but completely made of ice. Okay. Very jagged and shimmery and not melting at all. And there's a curse who want there's a cult who wants to bring hellfire to this town right here. The whole area. Down. Not this oh. town only, the entire Ten Towns area. All, all of the people here. Honestly, I think Ten Towns is just the beginning anyways. I think they're end goal is really all of whatever this world is called, which I'm sure I would know, but... Faerun. 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 Oh, boy. Huh. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that's kind of what's going on. Uh, remind me of your name again. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm Velicor. My friends call me Vel for short. Um... Okay. Wow. Just... Yeah. No, that's a lot to process, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, it's... I made a pact with a god, and now I don't get cold and I have to do what they say, like... I don't know. I don't know. Things, don't things are weird right gods. now. That, that never turns out well. Well, it's better than everyone being destroyed, or... That's fair, I guess. Anything like that. Huh. That's that's kind of what it seemed like was going to happen, so... So now you do ice murder. Well... Okay. Not really, I mean, I'm... I'm not really... driven to do that anymore. I, I don't really feel like I have that pull anymore. Well, Interesting. I guess what I get concerned about is are we ever going to get into a time where we're in a, a tight spot and we need you, but you can fill the pool to go do something else and we lose you. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. I mean, I... I really only did what I did yesterday to try and help people, but gods, if that does happen, I mean... Feel free to... Do whatever you need to, I guess, to 
keep people safe. I, I don't even understand Torvald, I'm sorry. I've really gotten no. us into a mess, but... You do things out of the of your heart. I understand. You, you come from a good place. I just... I don't like the idea of somebody taking over your body and not giving you any... any... choice in the matter. Yeah, no, that's kind of fucked. Yeah, a little bit, and I mean... I don't necessarily know if that will or will not happen. I mean, it was happening before, but... I mean, I I haven't really felt that since yesterday. It's it's gone. So what's so different? Is it the person you met with? Maybe is that why? I I don't know. I mean, that could be a possibility, but I mean, I honestly have no idea. As much as okay, I hate so... to interrupt a role play, just to uh -huh. let you guys know, you do feel the cold wind picking up and to your backs coming from the west heading kind of east, but mostly southeast. You're having a decent blizzard uh, starting to pick up coming in. Um... Let's see if we can make make these axe beaks go a little quicker and see if we can maybe outrun this blizzard, as stupid as that sounds. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, let's, let's try cold. and get going. How do we make these go faster? Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you do, and the axe beak kind of pops up a little bit and gives you a little bit of a jolt. Uh, you gain a little bit extra movement, but they slow back down to their normal speed. <laughs> um, it, uh, the other axe beaks kind of get jealous and a little bit competitive you guys pick up the pace a little bit as they're kind of competing on who's going to be more alpha in this situation however they all kind of settle back down to their normal self um, you are lucky uh, <laughs> uh, I rolled uh, and by interesting encounter, I mean it was a pointless little, like, uh, here's uh, a fox chasing a hare. And I'm going <laughs> to skip that part because it really has nothing to do with, with the bigger picture that we're trying to get after. So uh, I guess, yeah, I'll just say it. As you guys are making your way, you see a fox chasing a hare. The uh, fox gets the hare, but then an owl gets the fox. And it's a one after another situation. And that's cool. Uh, Do I recognize the owl? <laughs> does, this seem, does this does a fox and owl seem suspicious? I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, Do you want that... me to roll for the owl? Can I roll for the owl? Yes, please roll for the owl. Would that huh. be perception or investigation? Okay, that would be a perception check. You, uh, you 16. will know, Vale, that owls kind of seem to be a frequent messenger of types. And yes, you recognize that owl. Mm -hmm. That owl has glowing blue eyes, much like you. Okay, um, I'll just kind of push my axe beak along on the snowy trail. Never too far um, from behind. A yeah. wheel waits for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's let's make sure we keep moving. 
I'm going to say uh, to speed up this next process a little bit and get things moving in a more interesting direction. You get through the travel. I'm not going to make you slow down and roll to see how fast you're going through this uh, because with the axe beaks, uh, you're making pretty good distance. So the only time you're really stuck in a blizzard is about an hour at most until you get to the streets of uh, East Haven. And let me pull you guys up there as I get us situated. Um, um, before we get into town, yeah, I'll just kind of lean towards Torvrol. Um, what exactly are we going to be doing in East Haven? I'm not sure I caught in on that. So we're going to Loch Dinnishire. Uh, four fishermen have disappeared and uh trying to figure out exactly what's been disappearing the fishermen they don't think it's um anything curse related i mean obviously cause... i haven't killed them and that <laughs> would have been me so yeah no there's there's something else happening yeah exactly they think it might be uh, uh cultist related and honestly I, I could use a little bit of exercise i kind of hope it is i mean it's not me, so that would make more sense. Wonderful. So you guys uh, start to make your way more into the city. Yes. You see a sign on a post. You want me to move my character into town? Uh, yeah, actually, if you don't mind putting it, because uh, is it black right now? Is it my dynamic? No, sign? it's not okay. black. Okay, good. I was going to say. Uh, yeah, hit it towards the east way. Yeah, perfect. That's exactly right. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, you get in, you see a very familiar, or uh, excuse me, not familiar sign, but you see a uh, sign that is uh, in bold painted letter letters, watch thy pouch underneath a little bit of fine print. Would you like to read it? Yeah, definitely. So as you get closer, you see in common, in dwarvish, in elvish, and in gnome. Uh, and I think giant, yeah, in giant too. Uh, all underneath uh, in this uh, little bit is a tiny little uh, phrase that says, Watch thy pouch. It is legal to pickpocket here. Oh. And then underneath Torvrol, you see something very familiar on the bottom of that sign. Something that was on Cadroth's person. Ooh, is it the amulet? It is a picture of the silhouette of that amulet. Hi, cultist beer. Um. We had to take down this tiefling. Uh, um, I forgot to tell you that part. Well, blah, 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 blah. Fill you in, tiefling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you had this amulet. <laughs> and it okay. looked like this. Okay. He said it's what ties him to his god, Levestus. Okay, so this is a cult worshipping town of Levistus then? Some of them. I, I don't know if the whole town will be bad. But there's they definitely have a presence here, so 
They really don't like me. Um, well, maybe you should draw hey, your hood up. You know what? I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? What's your idea? <laughs> I am going to be a super sneaky Torval. As super sneaky as Torval knows how to be, he thinks he's being really roguelike right now. <laughs> but what he's going to do is he's going to change using Thaumaturgy and he'll just keep constantly casting it and, you know, as he needs to. But he's going to change his eyes from brown to green. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Torvald's <God>. figured it out. <laughs> no Don't worry, I have a disguise. <laughs> well, what, are you, what are you doing? Watch. Are you Are you trying to do the same kind of spooky trick that my eyes did? Is that what we're doing here? No, 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 it's a disguise. They're, they're looking for a brown-eyed dwarf, and I'll be a green-eyed dwarf, and everybody knows that a green-eyed dwarf isn't a brown-eyed dwarf, so... Clearly, uh, I can't be me. I guess that's kind of logical, but do they know what you look like? Well, they yeah, must. No, you've, <laughs> you've got striking hair, my friend. Uh, it's fine. There's lots of redhead dwarfs. Let's go. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, maybe hide the sign of your god so they don't know that you're actually you. That's that's a pretty spot-on thing. Uh, hopefully, your god doesn't get too mad. No, it'll be fine. All right, well, have fun with your green eyes. Let's <laughs> let's go then, I suppose. <laughs> Maybe you could do that for me. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't. It's just the I can only do it to myself. Right. right. We've had that conversation. I don't know if you remember when you first got those blue eyes. No, I don't remember <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, so. Torvald, with the newfound confidence, uh, you think you have blended in. You feel good. Like, you're going through like no one knows who you are. Like, you could even create a different life for you here, Torvald. No <laughs> one started new. <laughs> so, also, guys, I'm going to go by incognito name here. My name is now going to be Travel Craghammer. Travel <laughs> Craghammer. Right. Okay. Okay. They'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> Strange cousin. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, let's... Yeah, no. um... <laughs> so yeah. you guys start to make your way through East Haven. Um, it's kind of... The streets, uh, when you first get in, are dead. Uh, there doesn't seem to be too much activity. Uh, you do notice that the... Um, Lake, uh, excuse me, Lack Denishire is pretty frozen on the side uh, of of the Lack, where it, it usually has a lot of. Um, I guess anyone from this area would be happy to tell you, even that in Brinshander, of how East Haven used to be a very popular city, reinventing itself, trying to make something bigger, trying to compete really with uh, Brinshander as the most populous, uh, populated. Excuse me. Uh, a township, I guess. Um, always trying to think of new ways to drink, uh, bring people in. However, definitely met with hard times after these past two years of everlasting rhyme have hit the city, especially towards the East Haven Ferry, which was a very large business uh, for this area, um, transporting people from East Haven to Care Dineval to even Care Koenig at the bottom of Cairns Corn, the giant mountain that you guys can all see kind of at the base on a decently clear 
day. Uh, we haven't really talked about that. Um, but yes, there is a peak of a mountain kind of sitting out when you can uh, see, I guess, more than uh, a couple miles out without the uh, blizzards. Um, but this is kind of a nice area. So it doesn't make sense that the street should be as empty as it is. Um, as much as the houses look like they've been ravaged by the cold, constant freezing they seem to be fairly well taken care of. There's a bit of pride that's happening uh, with the people in East Haven. You're able to make it up to about here, um, if you can see the blip on uh, roll 20, um, until you are starting to see more people making their way. Uh, kind of, oh, where's my drawing tool? Making their way down this path here. Making my way downtown. So yeah. So people are headed over here. Yeah, you can see creatures of all races, um, kind of making a decent trudge to that city center, uh, town hall. Um, as you can kind of hear whispering about uh, uh, some justice to be done, a hopefully quick execution. Unfortunately, familiar words for you, Torvril. I got damn it. Gotta save another one here. Time for Travel Craghammer to be on the case. <laughs> <laughs> Private, yeah. Travel Craghammer uh, detective. <laughs> um... Has it been 10 days since uh, we were attacked in the inn by bandits? Or not bandits. I guess they were bandits, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, ask that question again? So we were attacked by bandits in our right. sleep, and I opened the door. Uh, we got information from one of them that uh, Liliana was going to meet them at the Wet Trout in East Haven East in Haven, 10 days. Correct. It has not been a 10-day yet. Okay. So I will uh, begin marching my way up the street, uh, fully, fully confident that my disguise is holding up. <laughs> All right. Still on our axe beaks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess we are on our axe beaks. There's um, not really a place to store your axe beaks. Actually, no, I take that back. Right over here, there are some stables. If you would like oh. to store them... Uh, and then go about your way. Um, Seems like a good idea. We want to be incognito, right? Yeah, I, I can see a place where we can kind of house up the axe beaks for now. I'll just Fantastic. start heading over there. All right. Uh, you get to the stables um, and you see uh, a nice uh, young boy come up to you. Um, he is not looking like he's dressed for this kind of weather. Uh, the clothes have holes in them, but you know, the, uh, barn that he runs out of, uh, looks at least nice and warm and at least a little cozy, something to give you a little bit more hope as you see this dirty ratty kid come up to you and go, hello. Uh, Oh, look at these creatures. Uh, hi. We were wondering if we could keep our axe beaks here, so we're not dragging them around town or anything. 
Yeah, of course. Everyone's gone to the town hall. Yeah, we, yeah. we saw that happening. What's up with that? I heard there was an execution. Oh, yeah. The, uh, we're getting ready to... Uh, it's kind of a big deal. Uh, we're going to catch the red wizard on fire. You know, the one that's been... Uh, killing everyone? As he kind of looks around to see if anyone sees him say that. The red wizard, you say? Yeah, yeah. He he went around and hired some adventurers and he kind of looks around again you know like a little kid who's not supposed to be talking about such adult things and doesn't want to get in trouble but he knows mm -hmm. it and he can't wait to tell anyone that he comes around uh he comes um hired some adventurers and uh well you know i think he hired them to kill him huh it's interesting well what happened to the adventurers um, well, uh, their oh, bodies were, tried the adventurers? No, mm -hmm. no, he killed them. Mm. He killed the adventurers that he hired. Uh, we don't, oh, God. The, the last, we found them, I say we, but I didn't, uh, in the Lackdenishire, the unfrozen part, kind of up by Cairdenaval. Their bodies were completely frozen, and can you believe it? Not even decomposed. A certain waxy film was on them. It was so gross. I totally saw it. Oh, well, that's rather unfortunate. Um. Well, maybe maybe we can come talk to you about this later. Um, we we want to go see this execution happen. Okay. Yeah. My name's Esmond. I'll take care of your uh, your axe beaks here. It's not often we get such uh, eloquent creatures but uh, we'll take good care of them it'll be seven gold pieces seven gold pieces for each or for all? for all okay um alright I I can definitely pay that fine we, we can do that so Esmond takes the gold uh, pockets it um, does a little uh, you know smile and stuff excited to have such a large sum of money as he grabs the reins of the axe beaks and tries his darndest to try to bring them to the stables you know some of yeah they're axe beaks they're a little bit defiant but he's he's pretty good at his job and even mm -hmm. though he's just a little guy he gets these creatures into the stables uh you're able to make it out and start heading towards uh the town hall So, that's weird, isn't it? The waxy film. Have I heard about that, that before? Yeah, would I have heard anything similar? Or uh, Sorry, that is just a weird thing I know about uh, being in Minnesota. What happens oh, to bodies in ice cold water? <laughs> oh. It's a type of, it's just, yeah, it's a type of thing that happens when the bacteria kind of uh, so isn't able to reproduce. Thing. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. Just gross. <laughs> just gross. <laughs> okay. On the internet. Yeah, exactly. Listeners, if you're listening, don't, just don't. Yeah, don't look up corpse <laughs> wax. It's very weird. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Corpse wax sounds like something you'd buy at like a Spirit Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's right. Uh, so you're able to start making your way up. You see a decent amount of people kind of in the town's uh, town hall. Um, uh, a, a, okay, yeah. A, a crowd has gathered in front of the town hall to watch the public execution of Dazan, a human wizard who, despite efforts to disguise himself, was recognized and arrested for the crimes he has inflicted upon the Dale folk. He has been bound to a stake and gagged. Uh, there are member, members of the militia who are using torch, tor- excuse me, who are using torches to light the straw tucked around his feet. Fanned by the wind, the fire quickly catches. Dazan does not struggle or scream as he is quickly engulfed in flames. Bundled up, spectators move closer to the human bonfire, eager to feel the warmth. Oh. And where exactly is this happening? Right here. Hopefully you can see that little blip uh, yeah, uh, yeah. right in front of Torvril. Uh, right yeah. in front of the town hall. Kind of close to the shore. Okay. Well, this is definitely a different way of executing here. Yeah, no. It seems kind of fucked up. Well, I mean, usually they just stick him out on a pole and let them freeze to death. Yeah, no, that's fair, I guess. Huh. I I don't know what to make of this situation. Have you heard of this guy before, Torvald? No, no, I've never heard of Dazan. Uh, um, I would like to, um, I don't know, like inspect, hopefully before he goes up to in flames, inspect the bonfire, see if there's anything um, recognizable on his body maybe something on his person uh specifically the amulet or um something that might tie him to the cult uh yeah absolutely um it would be i would say you don't even need to roll for that you can tell that there's nothing that's standing out amongst cultish behavior here um yeah, nothing that's on him or about the persons that are doing this that, that stands out with the, uh, I guess, that amulet or the silhouette of the amulet that you saw. Just a simple uh, public execution, which, like uh, Idana had explained, is a little bit different as they like to just let you freeze to death. Maybe they're doing it so people can just watch, I guess? I don't mind people watching, it's just odd. Yeah, no, this is definitely different. You do see that there is a uh, a half-elf veteran uh, that is kind of bedecked in, what would you call it, like a tailored coat and uh, maybe even a fur hat, um, as they seem to be decent, uh, I, I guess not decent, uh, they, they would be uh, giving a lot of direction. They seem to be the one that's uh, bossing some of these local guards and militia around. If you would like to go speak. Sure. I will uh, walk up to him. Well, hello there, sir. I am Travel Craghat, a hammer. Um, I, what's, what's, what's be the nature of uh, happenings here? <laughs> Craghammer, as this, uh, 
creature in this uh, tailored coat and fur hat kind of turn, you see a beautiful half-elf woman look at you kind of confused and look you up and down and just say, Well, this is a quick execution uh, for Dazan the Red Wizard. Seems kind of odd, like compared to most executions I've seen in the area. Yes, this is not so much a, I guess, public execution, or I guess it's more of a public execution in a statement that says, do not do this behavior here in East Haven. So how was he found out? Oh, well... As she kind of looks you up and down. Uh, roll me a persuasion check to see if yeah. um, Captain Arlgath uh, is this uh, NPC's name. Captain Arlgath. I can uh, put that in chat for you so you can see. Yeah, okay. One second. I need to edit my sheet because I forgot that I... I'll just roll it up. Yeah. I'm proficient in this and... I forgot to do it on D&D Beyond, but it's on roll 20. Okay. So yeah, if roll you roll it. from oh, roll 20, it'll give you the uh, bonus. Yeah, there so, you go. So it's 13. Okay. Yeah, not very good. <laughs> I can just do it. Yeah, like you're that. fine. You're fine. Uh, what does a 13 give? So a 13 gives you a bit of a side-eye glance. Something where they you can tell they want to say something, but they don't. However, their their attention seems to be... Oh, sorry, 14. It would be 14. A 14. Sorry. Yeah, same with the 14. They're, uh, okay. Uh, the DC I was looking for was, a f- was a closer to a 15, uh, just because they don't want to... Yeah say anything that they shouldn't as a commander or excuse me as a captain uh but you do know uh that their glance and attention seems to be that of torvoral okay uh do i do i know a first name here uh or did do i just 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 go by captain or cappy <clears throat> uh Imdra, I M D R A, Imdra Arogath. I, Imdra, you can't tell right now because I'm incognito, but I'm not actually Travel Craghammer. It's me, Torval. I like whisper loudly. <laughs> she looks at you and she and she snaps her fingers a couple times and does that finger wave and she's like I knew Ivory recognized you Torvoral as she gives you a big big hug Torvoral uh, kind of enveloping you in her uh, arms and uh, squeezing you side to side I thought they didn't like him here hold up hold up yeah, hold up no. I'm incognito I'm oh. travel. Travel? What do you... What? You see the green eyes? Yeah. It looks totally different, right? Yeah, fooled me. There you go. <laughs> I had no idea I was speaking to you. Oh, man. What are you doing here? Hey, well, we came into town um, investigating four fishermen's deaths. Um, and then came upon this just like right when we got here. and No idea what's going on. Well, 
Okay. You are looking wonderful, I might say. No. Toril, stop it. And she kind of blushes and <laughs> pats her shoulder. Uh, you can clearly see there's some sort of chemistry between uh, these two characters. And she goes, well, okay. All right. All right. Uh, come with me. Let's get out of this little spot. Uh, can I get you guys a drink at the Wet Trout? Um, sure. That, okay. that would be very nice. Thank you. Let's talk yes, there. Please. Let's get away from all this mayhem as uh, she starts to head, uh, continuing down this. Oops, am I? Yeah. Uh, this is the Wet Trout right here. I'm going to circle it and uh, blip it. So... Just out of curiosity, um, wouldn't trouts pretty much always be wet? <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> As uh, compared to the dry trout. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't know how to answer that. <laughs> there is not a, uh, there's not something for me to uh, read on that, except I'm that my, yeah, the, ghost. My, the, the only logic I have with that is at one point it was wet. <laughs> All right. So uh, as you make your way up to the uh, wet trout. Also, can I take my coin pouch and stick it down the front of my shirt? I yeah. want to hide it. I don't want anyone grabbing. Yeah, that's a so that's a very it. smart idea. If you would like to hide your coin purse, it is I now is a great time. <laughs> I could take my money. I don't have any. My coin pouch is definitely hiding underneath my armor. Ooh. Let's see how good these uh, uh, rogue on rogue action is. We'll see yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Come at me. You have a passive perception of 15, but if somebody did try and take my empty dust bag that I call a coin purse. Oh, we get to the wet trout in East Haven. Um, and there is a uh, dragonborn um, of white dragonborn ancestry. Uh Nymetra, Nymetra, yeah, N-Y-M-E-T-R-A, Nymetra, I think as I'm saying that right, is uh, the barkeep as they kind of uh, see you walk in. There's a few tables that are populated, um, but uh, for the most part, you're able to find a quick seat as they walk up to you. Ah, what can I get for you? You would uh, like. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to ask what's the specialty here? Ah, uh, we get everything from good mead. Um, I'll just have a regular then. Good mead. Wonderful. Yeah, no, same here. A good mead. A good mead from good mead. I like it. And I will also have a good mead. Um, Emra, are you still drinking ales or you, uh, have you moved on to something else? Um, well, usually I don't, but I mean, in this situation, I feel like I need to, right? We're celebrating. It's been so long. And she kind of puts her hand and kind of hits your shoulder a little bit. Uh, give, give me a good meat, too. All right. I see we got some uh, drinkers today. 
uh, let me go get those. And so he goes to the back and uh, starts pouring out a few rounds and getting things situated. Uh, brings them back to you guys. Uh, all right, all right. This is my freshest supply, straight out the cask. You, I hope you guys like it. I, uh, this is good stuff, as he kind of slides it in. You can tell that for most people, he seems to be optimistic um, and uh, seems to be pretty okay with life that's gone on around him. Doesn't seem to be beaten down by, I guess, the... Uh, yeah, I guess by the everlasting rhyme. You're a breath of fresh air. He says he comes back. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I, I'll i tell you, you know, I can't let these kinds of situations bring me down, especially when I got good people like Oriel looking out for me. I mean, what what, what more can we ask for? Yeah, no. You're, and plus, after the execution's over, you're looking to do some good business, I think. Oh, yes, yes. Usually after the lottery or we get a good uh, sacrifice in or maybe someone was finally caught, my business starts picking up and I'm not going to lie. It is quite wonderful for me. But again, Oriel provides all. He kind of yeah, looks at you. He kind of looks at you up and down. <laughs> yeah, she just she's just like awkwardly, yes, Oriel provides all. That's her mead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you drink it, you can tell it is made from some of the finest honey around. Well, literally the only honey honey around from good mead. Uh, <laughs> but it's really it's really sweet, um, but not in a undrinkable way. It's uh, quite pleasant to a lot of these salted, preserved things that you've had to sustain yourself on, or I guess maybe even porridge, uh, depending on what it is you consume. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this, that name is quite, quite fitting. This is indeed a good mead. Wow, is that like hints of cinnamon I taste? Indeed, in indeed. That's, it's a fresh cask. I like your palate. You can tell good things as he sees another table waving at him and he calls out to him, I'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, Idana is just gonna quietly grab her mug, take a sip from it, pause, and then just put the mug back down and just kind of spit the mead back in the cup without the guy trying to notice. Make me a uh, deception check. I guess no. Uh, make me a, yeah. Make me a deception check with advantage. Okay. That's a ten. <laughs> Give me uh, one more. 17. 17. There we go. A 17. You're able to spit it back in. He does not notice as he's uh, yelling at the other table that is trying to summon him in probably an unpopular way. Uh, I don't know about the other companions. Do they notice that you spit the good meat back in? I don't know. Have you noticed that I spat the, ba the, the bad meat? The good meat <laughs> out? <laughs> bad meat. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nope. No. It's all right. You are able to spit it back in, and no one is of the wiser. Uh, as uh, uh, the uh, the white dragonborn kind of turns back to the table and says, "Well, 
Of course, if there's anything else I can get for you, especially you, uh, what was your name as he looks down to you, Val? My name is Val. Pleased to meet you. I say, you are not taken aback by all the hopelessness and despair. You can see the good parts of this beautiful, beautiful land, and that's why I appreciate about you. I'm glad to have served you. If you need anything, please let me know, as he kind of stumbles back into his business. And lifts her glass at him, and this will do. And she's like, wow. Huh. Okay. So... <laughs> I've got to say, he's one of the more cheery people I've seen. Yeah, no. So, what's up with this oil thing? Um, I mean, you you kind of heard some stuff about Oriel um, while we were coming here, but Oriel basically froze this whole area over and... Oh, okay, the source of the curse. He, well, that's one way to put it, or... <laughs> Um, as I am to understand, Oriel is trying to protect the area. Odd. Yeah, but I mean, I guess with the sacrifices, that would give Oriel the power to keep protecting. I mean, that makes sense. I guess, huh. I've never really heard of people sacrificing gods on the regular. I would say it's your time here, it would be you would have heard a lot of the cities actually do sacrifice. Well, I mean, like this. outside of the area. I oh, mean, gotcha. Perfect. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to. And here, to make yeah, sure. here, yeah, no, here it's normal. Huh, okay. Um, but no. Anyways, Torvril, your friend. Hi. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, um, Umra, Umra, Imra, Imdra, Imdra. <laughs> I should <laughs> definitely remember your name. <laughs> um, Imdra and me, we used to be something of an item. I see. Interesting. He was the longest relationship I've had. She's the only one that hasn't, that's been over five feet tall that I've ever dated. Oh, okay. Oh, he right. says that a lot as she kind of laughs and uh, kind of pats down on the uh -huh. table a little bit dismissively. Well, I mean, you're looking well, but I, I hate to bring it back to business as, as so quickly as just... There's so much going on right now. Um, I mean, maybe you can kind of give us the lay of the land here. It seems you're not caught up in anything that you shouldn't be. Are you? Um, well, you always were one to just keep it as professional as you could, as she kind of says with a little bit of uh, sadness in her voice. I, Nothing that I couldn't handle myself. We're just getting a lot of influence from oh I guess as she kind of looks down and at her meat and takes a sip <clears throat> and she chokes on it a little bit and she sets the cup down uh, I guess outside influence Cardinable 
She looks up at you with a uh, almost uh, knowing look and she kind of just shrugs and she says, I'm, I don't know if it's just them, if there's some other forces going on around here, but it seems that things kind of just started happening once Kara Dineval started shaking things up. I mean, I, could, I guess by shaking things up, I mean changing how they're going about everything. Yeah, I can tell. Um, the reason that I'm incognito right now, and I know it's it's crazy to try and see me through my disguise, but uh, turns out they don't like me very much, and they're trying to kill me. Have you? Have you heard anything about being on the lookout for a, a dwarf with brown eyes? Um, <laughs> nothing that's come around. Description. I'm sorry. <laughs> she looks at you, you know, puzzled, and she's like, "Not that's come around." I mean, I would know if people were looking for you, Torvald. I, I do know that uh, there's been lots of talk with your name on it. Um, Something about what you did for the people in Lonelywood, and and then I heard that in uh, in the in Brinshander you tried to usher in some peace for a very complicated situation not too long ago, uh, but uh, or I guess uh, the other night. But I mean, I haven't heard anything that says let's get let's get Torvril, I guess. As she kind of says your name, trying to keep it under her breath. Well, that's good news, at least. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, walking into your town, we saw the sign from over there. And um, I was kind of worried when I saw you that you might you might be uh, caught up in it. But I'm, mm -hmm. I'm glad you're not no, a lot of these people are talking of revolution alongside of the children of, as she kind of looks around and kind of hunkers in, you can all clearly hear, children of Levistus. Uh, the Arcane Brotherhood seems to be really pushing themselves in this kind of area. Um, after the uh, Luskin um, pirate ship crashed here, there's been a lot of uh, unwanted attention in East Haven, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Question, DM. Yeah. Is that my pirate ship? That is your pirate ship. Oh. Okay. Wow. Um, uh, a pirate ship, you say? Uh, yeah, up in the... Northwest, um, by the Sea of Moving Ice, you know, trapped in okay. a few feet of ice. There's a few people that have tried to go over there and rummage through, but we've never seen them come back. But it's not so much the people that go out there trying to find their treasure or anything like that. As she kind of looks over towards uh, Torvril, as she says, it's the attention that it brought to the Ten Towns. The Arcane Brotherhood and Luskin uh, 
have a lot of history. The the Luskin city has a lot of history. Um, and Luskin, a city south of Icewind Dale on the Sword Coast, is what I'm referencing in case any of you have recognized that name. Yeah. Um, that sounded familiar. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely interesting. I've heard of that, surprisingly. Um, what is it with this, you said, Arcane Brotherhood? Um, uh, yeah, they're just out looking for certain wizards um, to, um, you know, take, uh, to search certain events out, uh, to achieve such knowledge to help bring about a a change. Um, I don't know what change. It's all kind of rambling. I'm not uh, one to pay attention to too much of their town hall meetings. Yeah, no, it's it's not necessarily your wheelhouse. I, I can understand that. Um, I guess mostly what I understand from it is that they're just concerned with their home and protecting it uh, at maybe any means possible. Okay. Um, and this this guy that you executed earlier today, was he part of them, or was he just some crazy wizard that was hiring people and then killing them? I mean, that, that doesn't really oh, make much sense. You mean Dazan? Yes. Yes, he was unfortunately one of those who supported and was often in the congregation of the Brotherhood. Uh, mm, we don't know uh, what he was doing or why he killed him. Um, he tried to hide with some sort of magical spell, but we caught on. Okay. Um, so, how did you catch on to him? Uh, Again? Oh, I re asked that. I failed. Never mind. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot the knife failed and ass I failed. That's right. Um, sorry, go ahead. Continue. Um... But, uh, to be honest with you, there seems to be a lot of, um, and she looks over at Torvril, a lot of political uh, strife about what's going on. The Children of Oriel, Children of Levistus, the Arcane Brotherhood. Um, some even are talking about the influence the Dwergars are starting to have and the power that they might really encompass. I, it's, I think it's just a bunch of people trying to take advantage of the vulnerability of the Ten Towns. And Torvril, you know how it is. The second you give them an arm or a hand, they'll take the arm. And I think that keeping things the way they are and hoping for the best, that's the only way to keep it going. I mean, look at, look at our, our barkeep friend over there. And he's kind of pointing to the, the white dragonborn who seems to be very cheerful. Maybe maybe there's lessons to be learned by that. Maybe. Um, yeah. I guess my, my concern is... Um, I don't know how to put this into words, but that the information and the people that are getting this information and, and all the stuff 
isn't fully on the up and up and is is driving somebody else's plan. Um, I like. I think you know we were sent here from from um um um, um, um I always forget the name of this. The, I, how do I always forget this, this name? <laughs> Bryn Shander. Bryn Shander. Bryn Shander. <clears throat> we were sent here from Bryn Shander to investigate just four fishermen deaths. I I kind of we thought we'd get out here and find some big fish, you know, pulling people under. That's mm -hmm. that wouldn't be the first time we've heard of something like that. Mm -hmm. And. Then we walk into a flaming pyre, and <laughs> this brotherhood and a cult, and I'm saying this all under my breath. I'm not right. like you know, right? This is loudly throughout the whole thing, and I, I got to wonder like, how does this all connect? Something, something here isn't adding up. Um, to be honest with you, I, I know that the Zan was probably responsible for some of the missing deaths of the fishermen that you're seeking. Um, but I don't know for sure. I mean, don't worry about the Arcane Brotherhood. They're, they're just a thought. Maybe a revolution that has yet to take off or even take hold of some more than 30 to 40 people. It's just in philosophy. Uh... You have a right to worry about Caradineval, Torvril. You need to take care of yourself. Uh, being this close probably isn't the smartest thing for you, but... And she looks around the table and she says, I mean, you look like you're in good hands. Uh, I wish you had somebody bigger and maybe more stronger to help, but you always feel that way. We usually do. <laughs> uh, he's, he's back in Brinchanda with a stomach upset. She looks you up and uh, she looks Torvril up and down, and she says, "You're just kind of scraping at the bottom of the barrel for help now, huh?" I, I think he might be uh, the barrel, the whole barrel. When you see him, you can't miss him. I'm not even going to tell you anything about him, but when he walks in the town, you'll know who he is. Uh, I'm sure you're right, Torvril. You, uh, you always had a way of uh, finding the most odd companions. Uh, but you seem like you're in good hands. It seemed like you can take care of it if uh, if I may just help maybe steer you in the right direction. Uh, you know, you can hit the Lake Lack Danishire and start kind of going around looking for uh, anything open. Uh, it's probably easier to jump in one of the many rowboats that have been abandoned and take that up closer to Caradineval instead of on the uh, the roadway, the, the travel path. I don't think too many people will suspect um, that path, but if you're going to start looking into these fishermen, you just know you're going to be close to Caradineval. Hey, that's fine. I... They won't recognize me right now. We'll keep him safe anyways. Please see yeah, that you do. Who can look through his, who can see through his clever disguise? I know it was so good. Green eyes look so good on you. She kind of like hits your shoulder and laughs. All right. I know this has been so much fun catching up, but I got, I got some things to do. I need to go check in on this. Oh, uh, 
flaming pyre, I think you called it, uh, to make sure things are uh, uh, winding up appropriately there. Um, I hope to see you soon. Hi. Maybe I can uh, call on you sometime. I would like nothing more. And she gives you a kiss on the cheek as she slides out the booth. Gonna roll a constitution check to see if uh a constitution saving throw to see if my cheeks turn red. <laughs> Alright. Uh they don't. I maintain my composure. Like <laughs> a champ. Point. Like a champ. I <laughs> 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 could almost see that they were about to do it, but you know, Torval's too much of a professional to let emotions like that uh, hinder his vision <laughs> or uh, his composure, I guess is more appropriate. Um, as, uh, as she slides out and uh, walks out, uh, puts down a couple of gold for maybe another round or two for you, should you choose, um, and heads out the door. Well sounds like we've got quite a lot of things on our plate um quite a lot go, to cover. yeah we we can go check out the cultists we can go check out my crashed pirate ship also yes i i was a pirate at one point um that that was that was a thing you. for a little bit so you're um, pointy elf pirate? More or less. I mean, I was I was definitely working on the ship more of, you know, just trying to find safe passage up here. And then we got into a, a little bit more of, I guess, piratey stuff than I had originally anticipated, and they just kind of took me in. I had a skill set they were looking for. Let her so short. She was their resident shark puncher. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's what Corporal likes shark? to think. No, I, I saw sharks. Oh. I didn't go in the water. God, well, no, it was too cold. Asked, you should say that you did punch a shark, because it's kind of badass. I mean... It, it kind of is. It's also a yeah. pretty stupid thing to be doing, but you know. Oh yeah, no, you don't want. You don't do not want to be in a position where you have to punch a shark. Yeah, no, but that if you have bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I've I've seen my fair share of stuff out out on the water. So, then if it's stranded there, then where's the rest of the crew? Um, I mean, I've only seen one other crewmate, and he's the bugger that we got this lovely blade from that I showed you not too long ago. Um, speaking he of, was... have you had anyone look at the blade yet? Um, well, it's it's gone through a couple of different things. Uh, Torval tried to do a thing, and it went away, and that turned out to be not good a moose came and attacked us and then and then it came back and i don't think it's going anywhere for any reason now might i see it for just a moment um i mean sure you you can 10 minutes i can cast identify 
Okay, I mean, thank you. Sure. Yeah, she'll just uh, place it down on the table. Uh, well, place a, a mat down on the table, the um, the um, blade in the center, and then she'll, with chalk, start drawing some intricate runes. And then she'll say, okay, one moment, this, sorry. I, this'll take a second. And she'll ritually cast Identify for 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Well, they do whatever. Will you post that in chat so I can see what it gives you? Or what information yeah. I need to give you? Um, so. Identify. I think you just get to know everything about the item, basically. Essentially, yeah. Except if it's cursed. Because Identify doesn't reveal curses, I don't think. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, reading it... Stuff uh, in the chat if you need me to about the blade. Um, yeah, I think... Yeah, for the most part, what you gain... Uh, yeah, for, okay, so here's what we'll do. Uh, as you're putting your runes out, as you're getting everything situated, you cast out for ten minutes, right? Um, uh, Vel, you start to feel the table get brutally cold. You start to feel a chill enter the room. You start to feel like maybe, just maybe, you're not alone. Despite all the people in this room that are around you, you start to feel like there might be something about this knife that is cursed. But the more you're going through and understanding it, you start to understand that it came from a shard, a very large shard of ice that a... Uh, spell was cast upon it to create it from a shard of ice to an ice dagger and as you'll soon learn this ice dagger can transform into I think what was it an ice long sword or short sword it's got a couple of different things do you want me to post it yeah please do yeah that's probably going to make this easier uh, you do know that there's a bit of attunement that can happen to it um and it has a bit of, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a deviant purpose. Okay. Oh, this is really neat. Also kind of fucked up. Also <laughs> really neat. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. And I'll just take the dagger back and tuck it back away behind my cloak so when people normally normally look at it does the paranormal activity stuff tend to always happen or is that just a, a me thing you know nobody's ever looked at it before huh really uh nobody with capabilities of your kind um yeah. but i mean it's it's just it's it's an interesting weapon, that's for sure. Um, can I DM? Do I see anything in the room that might be <laughs> denoting what that weird feeling is? 
You don't even need to roll. Yeah. You see a very familiar presence sitting mm-hmm. at one of the open booths. Mm-hmm. Uh, that simple, pale, white skin, purple lips, blue stained teeth smile at you. Those very dead, dead, emotionless eyes as the head smiles and turns and just seems to be curiously watching you. I'll just kind of look over and kind of nod in like recognition and just look back over at Vel. Um, I follow her gaze. Do I see what she saw or no? In fact, you see a very uh, small um, dwarf um, female. Uh, just kind of sitting at the table, not really minding their own, just minding their own business. Nothing really interesting. Looks back and eyebrow raised. Huh. Yeah, it's it does what it needs to. I mean, I don't really feel as much of whatever connection there was before to what was driving me, but now I've just kind of got this blade well be sure to not let it out of your sight I guess no 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 gods no this is my knife now yeah no one's very cursed too if it's gonna be cursed it should at least be cursed in the hands of someone who's not gonna I don't know just stab everyone I guess yeah I, I don't necessarily feel that anymore so I I think it's in the best hands it could be in fantastic <sighs> okay you... so should we head off to we start to pick one of the things don't we I, um well I think what she was saying was uh the fisherman might not be in Cairdenavel but uh is just close to it on the lake if I was understanding her correctly. Let's see. Oh, okay. Do you want to go check out the fisherman thing then first? Yeah, that would that would probably be a smart idea. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't ask somebody to pay us for this. I, I, damn it. All right. <laughs> I mean, we could go and try and check out the ship and grab some bottles of rum and we could get paid what was it 150 gold pieces per bottle that's that's pretty good mm-hmm. it's definitely on my mind but we are right here right now and that one's quite a ways away well i think we're about as close as we can get to it is alcohol worth that much here out of character is it worth that much what uh, uh just th- these bottles yep for this particular oh, okay. bottle of rum something that icewind dale has been how would you put it? Uh, completely cut off uh, from a lot of types of alcohol, especially uh, I don't want to say Caribbean. A more tropical drink. Yeah, exactly. Like a tropical <laughs> okay. drink, uh, like rum. They got mead from good mead, but that can only go so far. <laughs> That's local. They don't get any exported stuff exactly. anymore. Exactly. Oh, okay. I was thinking we were. That's some rum. It's oh. it's really good rum. 
I was thinking we were east right now, and I was thinking that the pirate ship crash was like northwest. It is um, northwest in the south uh, sea of moving ice. Where so think... are we exactly on the main map? Yeah, let me bring you guys over to the main map, and I'll show you right where you're at. That'll probably settle uh, some of yeah, this. Yeah, I am I am a little lost. Then again, I am also directionless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's East Haven. You see East Haven tucked away? Yeah, right there. Yep. And that water, body of water is Leak. Uh, Lack Denishire, CK is Care Koenig. I'll make sure you see where Care Dineval is right here. C. Okay. D. So it's Care Dineval. That's. Okay. And then is my ship down in this frozen area? Your or is ship it up here? Would be towards the northwest up at the very top at that is little... it that purple mark exactly okay oh, wow. so it was like way off okay never mind yeah that would take us a while that would take us a long while okay um yeah let's let's go see if we can find the fisherman yeah plus your friends your captain friend said we could probably find these abandoned rowboats to get around Aye. Yeah. All okay. right. Pog. You get out. Uh, your bill is settled, so you're more than welcome to walk out of the doors. And as you do, um, you can go to any one of these docks. Uh, you do know that, um, I will say, since you were traveling this dock over here, that I'm going to make a little square seem to be the uh, nicest, most well taken care of, even in the winter uh, maintained. Uh, however, a lot of these have an issue with where the ice is in relativity to open water. Uh, yeah. Anything closer to the wet trout, uh, kind of by where you're at here, here and here in the north uh, yeah, literally the north uh, direction of you um, are the closest, but the dock doesn't look uh, super well maintained. Um, and you can probably guess that the boats there won't be super well maintained. Uh, okay. Um, also, what time of day is it approximately? So you're probably looking about 2 in the afternoon, which would start to be the end of twilight going um, back into the darkness yeah we should we should probably well what do you what do you think would be a smarter thing to do uh, go now or wait till it's I guess earlier on in the day so we have more time to do it with whatever light is out here. Um, if we go tomorrow, we can spend the rest of today, I guess, um, asking around and trying to figure out what's up with all these cults and anything else in the area. That's true. Maybe we could go find that brotherhood or whatever they were called. See if we can learn a little more about them. 
I know I know what Imbra said, but um, I mean, even if it's only 30, 40 people, a weed left unchecked can grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. Likewise. I mean, you know, I am decent at, you know, dealing with the weeds. Gardening, I guess. If we okay. use metaphors. I wouldn't mind dealing with some weeds. What we like to do with wizards is, uh, well, not all wizards, but bad wizards, we uh, break their fingers and we drop them at the local uh, temple and let them learn a new religion. So can I steal the spell books, maybe, you know, just to see if they have any spells they ha that I don't have? I mean, no sense in taking the pretty flowers from the weeds. I, I think that sounds fine with me. That's Fantastic. You, uh, that that uh, tiefling dude, we broke his fingers. Uh, and Adana <laughs> doesn't know this, I guess. But Yeah, no, she does not. Yeah, we broke this dude's fingers and then dropped him off at a temple so he could uh, learn a new religion and stop being a cultist. <laughs> it was pretty brutal. Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was brutal. The most brutal you've ever been <laughs> as a uh, neutral good. Okay, well, lawful good, right? Lawful good. Well, the problem is, is this guy was directly sowing chaos, so I didn't have a lot oh, of room yeah. for him. Him. Yeah, he uh, he definitely tried to get as much chaos as he could out of his and little bit of time. he didn't kill him, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. Oh. That's true. He's still in the good. All right. Uh, how do you guys want to go about this, then? Uh, there is the White Lady Inn. Uh, so if you are looking for a place to stay after some... Uh, looking around, I guess I'll say. I'm going to mark it right here. Uh, okay, so that it. is right next to the dock that we actually want. Yeah. I like that, yeah. What do we see on the way toward the White Lady Inn from where we started? Yeah, so as you're moving through... Um... Actually, this is a great time to do this. I need everyone to roll me a perception check. Oh, goody. Oh, I, say initiative. I really, was really thinking you are about to say initiative. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Same. <laughs> nat 1, boys. 20. Nat 20. Oh, oh my 19. gosh. <laughs> Sorry, 19. We got Idana, a nat 1 and a nat 20. I need you to re-roll that one. Uh, oh? I, I don't want a natural one on this. Oh, okay. Uh, I had a snowflake see, in my eye, and then I brushed why. it out of my eye. You'll see why. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So that'll that'll make it worth this. Uh, Vel, Torvrol, especially Torvrol. Uh, but yes, Vel uh, and Idana, you can all kind of make out a shape on the horizon. Something flying. Idana, you don't need to know too much more to know exactly who that is uh -huh. as they're making their way across the night sky. Uh, Vale and Torvrold, you see a creature, a very large creature of sorts, kind of almost uh, like a shooting star 
hit to the highest point and then a bright light that seems to kind of turn into shades of blue and green and then the aurora borealis as it starts to take over night and the figure returns back to where it came from you can clearly tell that you just saw a real cast her magic i mean you gotta admit it's beautiful yeah, now I was thinking the same thing. Enchanting, really. I mean, pretty good display of power, that's for sure. Um. As you guys are looking around town now, seeing you can see a few people have saw that as well. Uh, the whispers that have come about to the people are, oh, wow at how majestic uh, some even can be heard to say disgusting Levistus will have their day uh, maybe even a few cries for help as they uh, you know uh, scaredly see this figure go about but it's not uncommon to see Oriel on a, oh, a clearer day do her magic uh you're free to walk about the city is there uh you do see some different creatures of different uh types of races about dwarves gnomes uh elves mostly humans in this area looking look like they're more uh fishermen i guess is uh, an appropriate term they have the basic uh leather uh cold weir uh, excuse me cold gear on as uh they don't have too much that would be able to freeze over from the uh splash of water uh mostly things that can uh break away from the uh ice um as they're kind of uh roaming the streets i cast fireball um so um Oh, right, and we're not looking for a boat right now. We're going to the tavern. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we uh, want to see if we can find anything about this cult? Um, could I DM possibly keep an eye on some of the people that were, like, saying nasty stuff about Aurel? Yeah, of course. Uh, you can see that there was a few... Um, they looked pretty closely related... Uh, humans uh, all with that same kind of dirty colored blonde hair that's kind of uh, you know dark at the roots and a little bit lighter at the top um, long shaggy uh, hair um, they have the same nose and kind of chin structure as they kind of spit on the ground a little bit and you can hear them talking about Levistus having their day uh, they look to be about, um, yeah, I would say for Icewind Dale, for the Dales older, they're, they're in their 40s, uh, closer to 42, young 40s, but which is pretty decently old for, uh, for the Icewind Dale humans. Um, so why don't we go into the tavern and maybe the barkeep would know who we can maybe 
talk to you as far as the arcane brotherhood of it brotherhood is concerned um just my thought they seem well you know probably well connected um i've actually got an idea do you mind if i oh? go do a thing really quick i'll i'll be right back yeah no good luck have fun being suspicious what are you you <laughs> you plan on doing any murdering no, I'm not planning on murdering anyone. I'm planning on possibly pickpocketing people. Oh, okay, that's fine. Oh, yeah. okay, have fun. No, I'm, I'm oh, gonna go. Wait, 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 wait. come back, come back. What? I'm yes. going to. She's gonna tap you and cast a um, enhance ability. Oh. Uh, this one is uh, Cat's Grace, and I'll just put this in. Uh, cat's great. So you have you have advantage on dexterity cha uh, checks for the next hour. Cool. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Good luck. And she gives thumbs up. Thank you. Um. I'll meet you guys at the inn, I suppose. Uh. DM. Yes. Can I follow those people that were being mean about Oril and kind of see what they might have on their persons if they're carrying any spell books or spell casting focuses yeah you can follow them as they make their way following this green path okay um i'll just kind of nonchalantly be walking around like not drawing any attention to myself but not specifically like trying to be out of the way just blending in okay uh do you want to roll a stealth or, sure. or not quite yet. You're not um, quite stealthing. You're just moving. I'm just walking. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going about my business. Not necessarily trying to hide and do that, but just acting like a normal citizen walking around. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, you're able to follow them. I'll say you get to about here. Yeah, exactly where you're able to intercept them real quick uh, as Idana has uh, moved south following a small group of three to four uh, characters. What would you, Torvril and Vil, like to do? Um, Pump some information from the tavern? Yep. Perfect. Going back into the wet trout? Uh, no, the um, one down... Oh, the white the lady inn? Yeah, the inn down there. Yeah, think, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you are... I'll say you can start heading your way there. I'll check in with the Donna, and then I'll say I'll check in with you guys as you're making your way in through the front door. Okay. Uh, Idana, uh, so... Roll me that. Uh, how are you doing this? Uh, you see they um, kind of stop wanna... and uh, they seem to be talking uh, against the wall of a uh, not very well. Uh, I guess it would be better to say a rundown, almost abandoned light uh, structure. Okay. Um, I just want to walk past them. And as I'm walking past them... Um, without making it, like, too obvious. I want to see, like, what kind of possessions they might have on them. Like, 
specifically looking for spell books and spell casting focuses. Okay. Um, do you want me to make that stealth check so I'm not drawing attention to myself? And then would that be, I guess, Slide of hand. a perception? Because I'm not necessarily like touching them or anything. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, go ahead and uh, do a perception uh, with a and then a yeah stealth and then perception, please. Because I'm not like touching them up or anything, seeing what they have. I'm just looking at them. Right. You're just kind of getting closer without drawing attention, okay. so you can observe. And then I've got advantage, so I need to roll again. That's an at one. So that's an 11. So I'm just kind of like side eyeing. <laughs> and then I'll see what I see. That's a 19. So I'm, I'm not too slight about it, but I can see decent stuff. So what do I see? So, yeah, you're 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 not too secretive about your intent, but that's not a problem in this situation as they don't seem to really be hiding. Uh, they're. Uh choice of political view i guess as they speak loudly about levistus about the ruin of icewind dale solely because um O'Reel has convinced them that they need to sacrifice to her instead of the Levistas, and the Dewergar are trying to destroy this entire Ten Towns establishment. But what you see on their persons, you see all of them have a odd shape in their pocket whether it's their hip pocket breast pocket coat pocket you see that there's a large um stone looking shape in each one of their pockets okay um i guess with my basic knowledge of the arcana would i be able to tell if those are spell casting focuses do you want me to make an arcana check? Um, yeah. Um, let me think here. No. No. I wouldn't be able to tell? Okay. I would say it... They. Well, yeah. Go ahead and make your arcana check to see what uh, information you can bring from it. With the 12, you can see that there's something magical about them, but it doesn't seem to be something that uh, they cast from. Okay. Um, I'll just... Where, where exactly are they standing? I'm just going to stick myself right here. Where are they standing in this area? I'll just say, right over right, yeah, right here next right to this there. little building. Okay. Um, so as I walked past them, I'm going to just swing this way and let me get out my drawing tool. I'm just going to head that way and just kind of head back over towards the inn over here. And just remember this building right there and just 
kind of walk off, not seeing anything that I was really intent on grabbing from them. Okay. Fair. Fair. Oh, I'm moving my lines. If you don't mind... You want to well, pickpocket someone just for fun? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Idana, there's... Um... There's something quite not right about your surroundings. They seem to kind of be very bright for a moment. Uh, can I look up at the rooftops? You start to look around and it's starting to get uncomfortable as you can't help but lick your teeth. The more you're licking your teeth, the more you realize just how famished you are oh gosh uh, how you don't feel quite yourself and that taste that familiar taste of that bandit that you bit on the neck starts to come crashing in gosh you make me a wisdom saving throw That's a 21. That's pretty flipping good. As you start to taste that familiar humanoid blood taste in your mouth, that craving starts to overwhelm you, something you can't control as you start to smell uh, with each breath that you're unconsciously trying to take deeper and deeper to calm yourself. You smell more and more humanoids all around you. But then you're able to subside that craving just a little bit longer, still lingering in the back of your mouth, something you know you want that you'll need. As you're making your way around East Haven's towns and alleys, Torvrol and Vel, uh, you make it to the uh, White Lady Inn. Uh, yeah, oh, let me see my character. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Vel will approach the um, the barkeep and say, "Oh, good evening, barkeep. What do I, who do who do I see behind the bar?" Uh, an elderly uh, human uh, proprietor, uh, Bartaban. Okay. Bartaban is his name. I'll put that in chat. It's kind of an odd name, but he's just an old dude. Uh, hello, Mr. Bartaban. Sorry, sorry, I heard some customers yelling it on the way in. Um, oh, yes, yes. They are always angry. <laughs> so, um, I was wanting to procure um, some rooms for the evening. Um, she turns to, uh, uh, Tor what's Torin? Toril? Torvril. Tor <laughs> She'll turn to Torvril and say, so do you normally share a room? What's the situation like with you guys? I, lately, yes, we have been sharing rooms. Nothing like weird, but just sleeping so we can kind of keep an eye out for our own safety and... Yeah. Um, 
Okay. You don't need to worry about this establishment. The white lady in is quite renowned around East Haven for the greatest and best accompaniment. Uh, safety guaranteed. I um, take my safety into my own hands. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. have you got a room that um, maybe can that's got enough beds for three people? No, four, because your friend uh, Oro is so four people. Four people? Good grief. Ah, uh, yeah. Huh. You guys are really it's making me look rooms. through my... Yeah, let's see here. I got that single it's room, but that one's going to be taken up. Oh, and then Janessa's in that room, so we can't do that one. He kind of flips a couple pages. Eh. All right, you know what? I got one for you. Fantastic. <laughs> it's uh, it's a little bit out of, out of the way, but I think you'll like it. It's at a discount too. Oh, why? Why is that? Why is that at a discount? Well. What's your situation with sleeping with uh, barn animals? Okay. Um, okay, two rooms inside then. We'll be fine. All right, all right, all right. I, was, I said a discount. I'm not trying to be wrestling nobody. I'll just say in a discount. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's fine. You were trying, really trying to accommodate us. All right, a couple rooms. Uh... There we go. He kind of gives you each, uh, he gives you two keys um, uh, for each room and he kind of points down the hallway. He says, uh, if you're, uh, do I need to let anyone know where to go or anything? Oh, um, no, it's actually, yes. So if you see a blue, she, uh, blue elf with like pointy teeth and she like does little thingies around her mouth. <laughs> um, just let them know uh, that where the rooms are, I guess, and that we we are here. Yeah, no. Um, also, so we heard talk of a wizard cult in the area, the Arcane Brotherhood. Oh boy! Uh, if I would have known you're with the Brotherhood, I wouldn't have rented. No, no, we we aren't. We heard we heard about them on our way. Well, oh. in town earlier. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of popular around this area. I keep talking oh. about how they're going to use their magic uh, to uh, to fight Oriole's uh, everlasting winter. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. So how do we... Who is... Where do they hang out? Like, do they coalesce somewhere? Oh, do they... Uh... Preferably one big group close together <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that I, I won't be honest with you I don't really tend to deal with uh, do business with those types of uh, individuals as they tend to bring a lot of um, as he kind of looks around uh, chaos to my establishment you know who we could maybe talk to to find out, find out more about them and their I guess how they work, where we could find them. Well, I would say that uh, the only open person that really made themselves known with the Brotherhood was Dazan, but, you know. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> he's crispy. Uh, I would say, oh, 
there is Vele. How the hell do I say that name? <laughs> Velaine? Veline? V E L L Y N N E. What the hell? Velaine? Oh. I'm going to say Velaine. We're going to go with Velaine. Yeah, Velaine. There we go. I like that. <laughs> Which is not to be confused with Vel. Uh, Velaine, <laughs> uh, a uh, human. Uh, he's a human, but he's got something to do with uh He kind of looks around. I think he's got something with the dead, you know. Oh, one of those types. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Where can we find this Velen? Yeah. Well, that's the problem. They don't really like to be found. Uh, often they could have been found with Dizan as they preached out on the streets. But seeing what happened to Dizan today, I don't know if Valen will be uh, doing too much. But it never hurts to look around. Usually, there's some sort of uh, you know soapbox that they stand on outside a town hall as they make their cases. And what does uh, Velen look like? Well, Velen's a, a human. Um, let me see here as I pull up Velen's information. Can I show that to you guys? Yes, I can. This is Velen. Uh, she looks like a, uh, a, a human older with an eye patch, has an owl on their shoulder at most times, likes to uh, hang out, uh, and not very nice old lady kind of type. Ah. Uh, oh, thank you very much. How much do we owe you for the rooms? Mm, for two of them? Yeah. Uh, gold piece. Gold piece. Thank you very much. She'll also slip him uh, five silver for helping with the oh, information. Well, thank you. <laughs> ah, thank you. See, I knew I could trust uh, tieflings around here. Not too many people trust him, but I knew I could trust you. you you're so good. I have to tell you, mannerly. <laughs> now I know uh, when good information uh should be paid for and um yeah so Torville did you want to ask anything um no I guess <laughs> I mean I feel like you got okay. pretty much everything we need cool so do you want to wait for um oh sorry um uh but yeah no thank you very much for your service we're just gonna and then they'll step away from the uh, for the count the counter. Um, mm -hmm. So should we go look for um, your friend, or should we stay here and wait for her? Um, well, um, the thing about Idana is, she if you if she doesn't want to be found, we're not going to find her. Oh, but no, if she knows where we're going to be, then you know she can come find us. Oh okay. Oh, nope, that's fair. Um, just get drink again. Want? Would you like to drink again? 
Yeah, Tell a dwarf no drink and see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, he kind of calls out, yeah, maybe a drink sent up to the rooms? Uh, are there tables down here, DM, or no? You know what? That's a great question. There's going to be some tables down here. Uh, down here is fine. Um, just so our friend can spot us when we when she pops in. All right, wonderful. Um, you are able to find a good seat. There's a decent amount of people uh, in this little area. Um, not so much... Uh, like uh, actually a little bit more than the white, uh, excuse me, the wet trout. Uh, there seems to be a decent amount of people, even uh, a halfling that seems to have been drawing quite the crowd in the back. Um, as I say that, I want to quickly cut over to Idana. Um, as you've made your way there, anything mm -hmm. else going on that I should know about? Um, how am I doing mentally with this <laughs> whatever that is coming over me? Yeah, your cravings are starting yeah. to wash over you after you're starting to understand maybe a little bit more of what Oriel's promise to you mm -hmm. as you said that you were Oriel's to keep for all time. Uh... You start to taste that familiar blood, that humanoid blood again. It mm -hmm. starts to, the craving comes back to you. You're doing everything you can to control it. One thing after another, the smells of all the types of creatures around you, the looks that you can kind of brush off, but the second glances over at such ripe blood vessels for you to munch down on mm -hmm. um, as you're walking through these alleyways of East Haven you're starting to bump into more people as this craving is starting to come excuse me I choked on myself uh, <laughs> come over yourself uh, with all these types of wants and needs solely underneath the skin where that blood mm -hmm. is pumping from However, you see a familiar face. Okay. Uh, through this crowd, you kind of look around, and in the alleyway, you see that same shawled figure uh, with the pale white skin, purple lips, and uh, blue-stained teeth. As they bring you back over, you know this is Ravison. Mm -hmm. ushering you into an alleyway tucked around a corner. Okay, so probably that corner now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll come over to Ravison. You step by Ravison and you come to and you see that this is much like the other night you saw Ravison, uh, not in spectral form, but in actual form. And again, Ravison in physical form stands before you as they smile. Um, 
that blue-stained teeth, dead-eye smile and hand you a few vials, a decent amount. I'd say there's about seven vials, all with a crimson-red liquid as they hand it over to you. What 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 is happening? What is this? What are these? Do you know what's going on? Oh, I said that we were going to do great things together. Now is not the time to go over the nitty-gritty details. These cravings that you're having are natural for someone in your position. No, I'm I'm only a dampier. I'm I'm not like those creatures. No, you are preserved in all time. You need to get used to what a being an actual vampire is like. No, no, hold on, hold on. Really? Is That's what Aurel did. Preserve for all time. To do what she needs. I... Uh... What better way for you to be a tool for her to get things done? Your beauty is preserved. Your time is preserved. Everything is as it has been promised. You just need to drink these vials until... Well, until it's time to set you free. What does that mean? A very stern look falls upon Ravison's face. Uh, almost offended looking. Am I not allowed to know my future? <laughs> the same I mean, you obviously know it. Falls upon them and just kind of chuckles as they say, Drink up, drink up, it'll do you good. Do you drink the first one? Or I'll a drink vial? One. Yeah. So you drink the vial, the cravings go down instantly. You feel back to normal. You feel yourself, your eyes, however, still blue. You feel back to your normal Edana self. Ravison looks at you and smiles and says. Don't forget what was promised. Aurel deserves what is due. Preserved in all times for safety. Yes, yes, yes. What a beautiful, beautiful town this is. Yes? Yeah, it is a nice place. I think I'll stay here a while. What will you do here? Ravinson smiles with those purplish, bluish teeth uh, stained from the berries uh, from random uh, bushes that they were able to eat out by Lonely Wood as they smile at you. I think... I think East Haven is a good place for me. There seems to be a lot of doubt about the power of Oriel here. 
Yeah, there's there's definitely some discourse here, that's for sure. It's despicable. Do they not know what she's doing for them? Every night. Preserving this. Stopping the sun from coming out and undoing what she's been doing. I mean, I, I can understand that. She's doing what needs to be done to protect the land. Mm. I'm glad that you understand it. As they kind of look around the corner and you can tell they've spotted something that seems to catch their eye, uh, Ravison's eye, as they smile to you and say, well, well, duty calls. I need to be busy. Um, thanks for these, I guess. Remember, drink up when the time is needed. Every 48 hours, I suppose, you'll need something like this. And don't forget who your friends really are. I'm sure your dwarf friend is quite um, comfortable, but remember who your real friends are. As they cut the corner and start to move about the crowd. I will just quietly start shuffling towards the inn. Alright. You can start to make your way into the White Lady Inn. And um, you step inside. It's uh, not too, uh, like I said, it's not super busy, but it's it's uh, decently uh, decently busy. There's some things happening around the uh, um what do you call it? The floor, the bar, uh, the, the, the restaurant area, the tavern area of the uh, White Lady Inn. Um, you, I imagine uh, Vel and Torvaral are still down with the people, right? Yeah. You can see familiar faces sitting in a booth. Um, and yeah, as you walk in. I'll just quietly go and sit down in the booth without a word. Just kind of keeping my head down. Uh, you all right? Oh, I'm just being treated like usual, like normal, I guess. Um. Mm, I'm not necessarily all right now. Suppose you wouldn't want to talk about it here, or here, I guess. Um, maybe up in a room. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. Um. Did you want to go up to a room then and talk, or we found out something, and not very much. Just someone to keep an eye out for. Um, okay. Uh, villain. Um, they're a human man, older, kind of you know, um, just like just messy looking with an owl and likes to preach on soapboxes. But yeah, no, he's 
got a connection to the Arking Brotherhood. Okay. Yeah. As we've been sitting here drinking, I had a thought that maybe we can kind of do it how we'd like to find Idana when she goes disappearing and just make ourselves easy to find. So maybe we kind of put out the word that we're looking to join up with this this group and kind of ask around subtly, just, you know, in a few corners and let the word spread and maybe he'll come to us. Um, that, that's possible. Yeah, no, that's um... a good plan, but I'm also thinking about that higher earlier. Yeah, that, that was definitely interesting. Um, I also might have found a location where some of those people might stay. Oh? There was a house. I, I saw some people earlier, or I guess rather heard them. They were talking about you-know-who, and so I followed them and found a pretty rundown house where I believe they might be staying. Fantastic. Cults dealer rundown places, I guess. Yeah, they, they seem to congregate in places like that. That's no surprise. Okay, so this quite literally, you know, the whole night to kill. Would you guys want to do that or turn in? Um, um would you do that, right? No, I'm not. Not. I, I mean, Jamie is not sure how polar time schedules work, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, about what time is it now, DM? Yeah, it's you're closer to about six o'clock at night. Uh, after everything that's gone down, you're oh, able okay. to kill a little bit of time. Uh, it is dark outside. Um, there, the night is still somewhat young, but yeah, you know, it's uh, it's hard to tell. Uh, from I guess it would be fair to say, the dark time compared to daytime, it's just all blending together at this point. Um, so yeah, you, you still have a little bit of time through the night if you would like. In fact, let me roll this. Yes, let's do it. Okay. Um, Bartaban, uh, comes up to the table, uh, and sees everyone kind of talking about what they're going to plan to do. Uh, he comes up and he goes, Ah, oh, I see that uh, you guys have noticed uh, Ronaldo over there as he kind of points to the group of people um, seemingly around something. Uh, it's hard to see, but they are a halfling, it looks like. Uh, halfling male, dark hair, shaggy dark hair. Um, Leading some sort of group. Huh. So, uh, now that you point him out, yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're telling me you definitely didn't see Ronaldo. He's doing his thing. It's a seance. What is... Oh, what's his thing? A oh. seance. Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal for the people around here. They always kind of reach out to, uh, you know, 
the white lady. This is be a good time to kind of stop and hopefully bring Oro into the next section anyways. Um, thank you everyone for joining us uh, here at the CritCast podcast. Uh, we hope that you had fun with tonight's episode as we introduced Vel into the party and hopefully uh, we get to catch up with Oro uh, next week. Uh, you can always follow us on Twitter at the Critcast Pod. You can find us on Instagram at the Critcast Podcast. If you're on Facebook, we're at Critcast. And if you have any emails or anything like that that you want to send to us, we always love hearing from the fans. That is CritcastPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, do you guys want to say goodnight? Uh, good night, uh, everyone. Good night, everyone. Sweet dreams. <laughs> yep. All right. Thanks for joining us here on another adventure of Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frost Maiden. And always, good luck on all your adventures. <laughs>